What's up, guys? John from Grabbing a Brisket here. We're joined tonight by Rene Roca, a.k.a. the Redneck Roach. Had a couple technical difficulties on this one, so we joined in at about two minutes in. Oh, okay, yeah, so we just got we got my dad some Crocs and, and my mom, too, that she didn't have any. And uh, now they're rocking them like crazy. My dad, not so much, but my mom wears them like... She was just like, oh, I'm just going to wear them around the house. Nope, they go everywhere now. <laughs> Crocs tend to have that that uh, that uh, that power that you they're just like oh they're just going to be for the house they're just going to be for the house and then they end up being like Walmart Crocs and then oh I'm just going to wear them to H E B and then oh I'm just going to wear them to the to the mall and yeah now you're wearing them everywhere yeah is that were those step up is it house then um, Walmart then H E B then mall is that like a ranking yeah I, I would say so yeah because mm-hmm. when I first started it was only like to the beach or to like where uh, I'm going to be around water. And at the house, and then now, like I went today to H E B, and I was just like, yeah, I'm going in Crocs. I don't nice. know. I don't know how we ended up on Croc talk right. here, but uh, do you wear do you wear socks it. with them or not? Is it no socks? Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like right now, I'm I'm, wearing, I'm rocking them right now, and I'm wearing uh, wood socks. All right. Okay. There you go. All right. <laughs> uh, why don't you tell us a little bit of the backstory? How'd you get into barbecue? Uh, how'd you? Get so, uh, like, uh, once they got into it. Back in 2012, I believe, 2011, uh, my grandfather would have like a, a he would cook out every a, a lot of Fridays and uh, we would go over, we'd hang out. And uh, he, when he passed, um, I really didn't know what I was doing. So I, I was about 21 and um, I wanted to cook out for my birthday. So we make carne asada, which is like fajita, sirloin, ribs, chicken, everything grilled. I had never really gotten into to smoking. Um so, or nobody in my, in my family would do that. So, um, on my 21st birthday, I was like, oh, I want to have a carne asada. So I, I, my dad didn't, wasn't here and I didn't know what I was doing. So I kind of messed it up. So from there on, I just never really messed with, uh, cooking out. And then, uh, a year after my grandfather passed, they had, we had uh, like a little, little party at, at his house, uh, like a remembrance of life. And my uncle was like, Hey, I think you should learn how to do it. Like it was your grandfather's, like when it is like really good pastimes that he enjoyed doing. So I, I got hooked on it. And for that next week, I was grilling like every day, like everything. Like for, I want to say for about a week and a half, I, I cooked uh, I cooked ribs. I cooked, uh, uh, so we have a navel brisket down here in, in South Texas. That's something that people like. I really don't, I can't really tell you where it comes from, what part of it. I just know that it's called navel brisket. And it's a, it's like a, like a bacon. And, um, it's super good, but like super bad for you, but it's real good. Um, and um, so I was cooking that. And then my friend, uh, my uncle said, hey, I got shark. And I was like, cool, let me see if I can learn how to do that. So then I made hamburgers after the shark and I just got hooked on it. And then about six years ago, seven years ago, uh, a friend of mine was like, hey, come over. I'm going to I'm going to smoke here at my house. And I was like, oh, OK, cool. So I get there and I was like, oh, what time are we going to eat? He's like, oh, you're looking at maybe about four hours because we're smoking ribs. I was like, oh, okay, cool. And then from there on, I just got like hooked on it, started watching a bunch of videos on how to do it and how to do it better. And uh, I started with ribs, with pork ribs. I really like pork ribs, uh, beef ribs. And then like I finally like tackled the the brisket and I was like scared to, I'm not going to lie. The first couple of them didn't come out that great. That's the way it always is. But now I'm making shit. I'm making on a if I get like a catering event or like this weekend I'm gonna make some uh, or Thursday 
actually tomorrow I'm going to make it for overnight for Thursday. I'm going to make about 40, 50 plates to sell. So I'm making like four to two, four, six. I've, I've made up to, I think like 14 briskets at a time. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. Let's, let's go into the process of how you make brisket. We want all your secrets and, and rubs and tips. Do you do, so you said South Texas, how, how, uh, where at in South Texas? Because we're we're south of Houston, and we consider ourselves South Texas. But uh, wh- wh- where do you come from? I'm from Laredo, so I'm about okay. an hour and a half, two and a half hours from San Antonio. Okay. And uh, it's like so. Mm, it, it's got like a, we're on the border, so we got like a lot of like uh, southern, like Mexican uh, Americans, and a lot of people that cross constantly. Right. Uh, so that a lot of people like that 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 brisket stuff is pretty good but so what i what i do when i do uh brisket uh smoke brisket i use um i don't use a binder i haven't i haven't been using a binder in a, in a while i kind of wanted to try the, y'all's uh, method with the mayo but i yeah. haven't i haven't like worked up the courage to do it no don't do it uh, and all do it is is just it. salt and pepper yeah don't don't uh, so uh this is kind of a house divided here on the grabbing the brisket podcast uh there there are some people that like using mayo as a binder uh i i personally do not use like using mayo as a binder uh i'll, I'll be honest i've used mustard as a binder mm-hmm. um on brisket but not mayo yeah honestly on a brisket i don't think i don't know if i've even done it on a brisket i did it on the beef ribs it didn't come out great on a steak i think it's great i don't know about a bigger cut of meat i don't know if i recommend that yeah i would use uh olive oil or i mean um avocado oil or uh mustard but now I just kind of, like I said, I just throw on uh, just the salt and the pepper on the brisket. And then, so w- with work now, I, I do, uh, I, I smoke it overnight. Well, I started overnight. So I, this is my little tip that I've been doing recently. I'll smoke it for up until it gets to 165 when I'm going to wrap. And then when I wrap, I just throw it in the oven. I just throw them in the oven and let them cook for another six hours. Till they get to like two ten, and then I just let them rest. And I've I've seen that it, it helps me out because I don't have to be sitting down outside at the, in the, by the pit all night. Oh, yeah. Definitely, so it, it kind of helps out like with work. I usually I work real early. I go in sometimes at six in the morning. Sometimes shit. Sometimes five in the morning. Yeah. It just depends. That's very difficult. Like I mean, if you're not uh, if you haven't like adapted over to when I say adapt, have you hadn't like traded over and i'm being very facetious because i don't have no problem with pellet grills and and grills that you plug in or whatever but uh if you're running an offset smoker or 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 a grill that requires just constant wood or charcoal it is very difficult to do a brisket cook especially if you have you work 40 hour work week or 80 hour work week it's very difficult to to put that in and what you just described right there is is something that i do as well throw it on the smoker let it get plenty of smoke once you get to the point where you want to wrap it up wrap it up throw in the oven it doesn't matter where it goes after that as long as it keeps that heat source up uh it's fine you you can go back to you can get a couple of z's and you know be all rested up for the next morning and that brisket is going to be money yeah, and, and and that's what I like. I was like, man, I don't know if I should put an oven, but that I think that very first time I had to work the next day, and it was already like, I want to say like one in the morning, and I had to be at work at seven. 
So I was like, man, if I stay up a little bit later, I'm like, I'm, I'm not going to last. And at the time I was working at the school district. So you can't really just like, oh, let me just take it easy. Uh, I worked with, with uh, in the gym. So I was there. I had to be like pretty focused and stuff. So I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to put it in the oven at uh, 250. It's it's the same thing if you leave it in the in the smoker, exact same thing. So I just said, no, you know what? And, I, and it came out really good. And as long as you leave the rest period, I think the, the, the rest period helps out tremendously. For sure, yeah. And, and if you're wrapping, especially if you're using foil, then like you said, it makes no difference where the heat's coming from. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Well, let, let's do y'all, talk. Do you all use uh, uh, butcher paper? I, I've i used it. Yeah, rarely. Um, I, the bark always comes out really, really killer looking when you do butcher paper. But you sacrifice a little bit of the quality. Not let me back first. You sacrifice a little bit of the moisture um, if you go that route, as opposed to going with the tinfoil, which is what I prefer to do, because you can still keep that meat tender, like it it braises in its juice and it, it retains a lot of that juice, and that's what I want. I want that au jus. I want to go ahead and collect that au jus, and then there's. There's methods for people doing the butcher and then maybe sticking in a pan as well that can collect those juices. But mm-hmm. me personally, I like doing the, the temple. Yeah, I, I, I collect the juices and I throw it in a little bit. Um, like because I usually do uh, like chopped brisket sandwiches. That's a that's the fastest way to, to get brisket, I think, for me, like to get it out. I'll, I'll, I'll make sliced brisket, but when I make like like plate sales and stuff like that. I kind of just want to go chop brisket. So I save that. And I learned it from a, from a, a friend of mine that he, he's a, like a professional chef. Like he's a legit, like he went to culinary school. He worked in New York at, uh, at Google as a head chef. And I was like, man, he, he told me, he's like, if you want to enhance the flavor, he's like all those juices that, that it has, he's like, throw it back into the meat. Even if you slice it, what if you chop it, like it, and it helps. And he, he told me, he's like, here, I'm going to collect some of it. And um, he put it like in a jar. He's like, I'm going to use it for like another, another day. And I was like, what? He's like, yeah, it's super good. Like it, it, it's, it just enhances the flavor. That's right. It's almost like a really concentrated beef au jus or something. Yeah. Right? Especially if you can separate the fat from the. From the yeah. That's what he did. Here. He knew how to do that. I, I didn't know what I was. I was just there on his food truck watching him. I was just like, here, I, I made you the briskets and that was it. Right. Right. That's badass. What's the name of the food truck? Uh, it's called Gateway Bagel Company. So he uh, he he started here in Laredo, but he lived in New York for a long time. So he actually imports the bagels from New York to uh, Laredo. So I don't know if you guys are into bagels. I, I was not until I met this guy and he showed me like the, the like an actual bagel. So apparently the way you make the bagel um, that the flavor of the water changes everything. He's like, I, I can't get the same bagel that I would get in New York in Laredo. He's like, just because the water is different. He's like, and that's the main thing that makes everything different. And he he's he's doing really, really good for himself. Very cool, man. Yeah, yeah. that's the same thing. We have a lot of um, brewmasters that come on and, and we discuss uh, the making of beer. And that was one of the, the questions that we, we, we came across was uh, the water source to make beer is different all across the world and some of the beers that you can get overseas in like germany and 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 those areas and even new york or whatever 
they're using a different water source than what we're using. It's hard to duplicate and replicate those, uh, those waters. I mean, you can try to like chemically break it all down, but it's still, it's not as cost effective as just like, this is our water source. And it's same thing going into baking bagels. I mean, it's the same principle. It is. Yeah. I, I, I didn't know that with the water either. And I, I've been working with a brewery here in Laredo that, that they're opening up. Um, and, uh, they said the same thing. And I was like, the water, what is the water? It was like, yeah, the water makes huge difference. Like, just like, he's like, just like when you, when you smoke, he's like, you're, uh, you're, um, you use, um, hickory or you use oak or you, whatever wood you decide to use is going to give it a different flavor. Right. And I say, yeah. And he's like, well, it's the same thing with, with the brewery. And I was like, oh shit, that's cool. Yeah. It's funny. We mentioned yeah. that we actually, I'm going to read this real quick. We got a message from uh, one of our listeners, uh, we're talking about the, uh, that Brooklyn beer we did last week. We kept saying it had like an interesting flavor to it that we couldn't put our fingers on. And, uh, this guy says, just a note from an ex Jersey guy living down under, uh, about the Brooklyn beer, good beer, the flavor note that's unidentified. Just say it's the water we use. The East river has a unique taste. LOL. <laughs> oh. just was he being facetious? Yeah. Oh, he was laughing. <laughs> I mean, he, he had the laughing emojis going yeah. like you're tasting Brooklyn water. Like, nice. So. So do y'all do y'all like try new beers out and stuff on the uh, on the podcast? Like, is that like a or is that like a separate thing? Yeah, no, yeah. yeah. Every yeah. podcast we try to do a uh, like a little beer beer review, um, and whether we're going to HEB or some uh, a, a listener or somebody that sends us a beer to try, yeah. Oh, let shit, man! I'll, I'll send y'all some when we start. We have I can I can even send it by the end of the week uh, from that that brewery that I'm working with. Okay. Oh, nice. That works for hey, us. Hey, yeah. Let us know, bro. We'll uh, we'll definitely review it. That is our favorite kind of beer. Right. Free beer. Free, Free beer. beer. <laughs> yeah, it's it's actually it's pretty good, man. We right now we have uh, it's called Saludos Brewing Company. They have a uh, right now we have one a Jefe uh, Brewing. We have an IPA and a Tex Mex Lager, if I'm yeah. not mistaken. Nice. Okay. They all sound delicious. I yep. want some. So let's let's circle back a little bit. So I I know you sent us a rub, and uh, we, we we're f- super familiar with the uh, the fire starters that uh, uh, that you sent us. Whether it was the 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 fire star was it fire star? Am I saying that correctly? Texas star, yeah, fire star, yeah. starters, and then the the smoking skulls and the smoking skulls. Uh, talk a little bit about how that came about. So, uh, well, when the pandemic hit, uh, my dad's a welder, so. He uh, he lost his job right before COVID hit, and uh, we he went did some like he cut down a tree at uh, at my aunt's house, and we got into woodworking. We got into woodworking with mesquite. So I had been wanting to make uh, a fire starter like for a while. So I've been looking into like different chemicals that I can use. I had started with the with the like the idea of a chafing fuel with bark mixed into it, so it'll turn on and burn longer. I tried it a couple of times. I tried to make chafing fuel from like scratch. I couldn't make it. So I kind of like put it on the back burner for about three, four months. And then I was, uh, I was um, working on a table for a customer and it just like, Oh, I have an idea. I'm going to try this. And I got some, I got a candle that I found at my aunt's house. And I just started messing with the, with some of the stuff that I, I have some of the waste from the from the mesquite and i was like let me try it out so i put it together 
I uh, I've had a little mold, so I, I use a lot of epoxy. So and when I would pour, when I would mix too much epoxy, I have a, a little skull uh, mold, and I would just pour it in there, and I would give them out like, oh, if you let's say if you bought one and your your cutting board was blue, I'd give you like the matching blue of the of the skull mold with the, the blue epoxy, just like as a little gift or whatever. And so I was like, where can I put this? So I, 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 I melted the wax and everything. I mixed the components and then I threw it in the, in that mold and I lit it like 20 minutes later and it worked. And I was like, Oh wow, this is like really cool. So I put it up on Facebook on Instagram and people were like, Hey, we want to try it. I was like, I don't even know how long it burns for, but give me a couple of days and we'll get it done. And that was a, a about a year ago last Wednesday, I believe, is when I first started on it. And I tell my friends that like I look like a like a crackhead because I, I had it in a in a in a can, in like an aluminum can. I cut up the top and then I just mixed the wax and I patted over the oven and with a straw and a spoon and I just it looked it looked funny. I set off the the, the smoke detector a couple of times and <laughs> so um and that's how it just started. And I just started looking at it and then I put it up on Facebook and I said, Hey, if you guys want to try it, uh, shoot me a message and I'll send them to you. So you can see if you like them or not. And that's how it kind of just went off. And then I put up a TikTok in November. Um, so I put that TikTok up and I was like, Oh, let's see how it works. And I got like a like hundred thousand views on it and I got a lot of orders and I was like, all right, cool. This is going to, this is something that's actually going to work, you know? Right. And I've been, I've been doing it for, what nine months now 10 months badass dude that's badass and how 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 long do they burn for so the skull the the skulls i've timed it the longest one was 24 minutes and then the stars go from eight to nine sometimes you'll get a 10 minute long burn but the, the skulls go from anywhere from nine minutes all the way up to 25 minutes Damn. Okay. Okay. Is that the the big ass skulls? No, no, that's the small one. The big one, the big the 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 extra large one, that one I saw it burn for I think an hour and 10 minutes. Holy moly. Hmm. But that one those I don't I don't really I don't really sell those because it's a lot more it's it's a lot more um, product. So it's going to cost you the same price as to buy the 12 and some guy was like, oh, well, what if I want to start a big fire with that? I said, well, all you really need is a small one. You don't need a big one to do it because it's still going to turn on a big fire. It's it's not going to because once it once it catches, once it catches the, the stuff on fire, it, it starts melting faster. So yeah. if you're going to get the same burn time if you're doing it in a big fire opposed to a small fire, it's still going to melt just as fast. The only time that it lasts longer is if you're just watching it burn where there's no. Uh, it's just the, the 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 fire starter itself burning. That's when it burns longer. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Right, right, right. I got you. Yeah. So so once 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 the wood starts getting hotter, it starts melting a lot faster. Right. But if you just put it set up like where you just want to watch it burn, that's when you're going to get that full. On the on the large one, you'll get it for like an hour. Okay. Okay. Yeah, but these but these smaller ones are strictly for you know getting a quick uh, fire lit, right? Um, I mean, essentially, I mean, you're lighting, you're lighting one of these for a small section of or, or a wood or, or the entire right. barbecue pit or whatever or it is. But lighting your chimneys. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's yeah. just going to go. It's a clean way. It's it's you know, you're not having ash or anything else 
left behind because w- w- once this burns, it just goes away, right? It's just done. Yeah, yeah, it, it just it just goes away, and there's no like uh, there's no residue because it, it it all kind of melts out. Kind of, it, it's very similar to the the tumbleweeds. The only thing is that the tumbleweeds, when you light them initially, you can see like a little black smoke, and mine doesn't have a black smoke, so there's no chemicals in it other than the wax. Right. Right. So that that's that's the only difference that of uh, between mine and theirs. You're like you're like yeah, mine's better and theirs are aren't. That's what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, well, actually, mine burned a little bit longer. There, there was a guy. I don't know if you guys follow him. His name's uh, Smoke Somewhat Loop. Uh, I don't. He's, on, I don't he's know. on Instagram. I don't think he's on Maybe. TikTok. But he um, he did a a side by side with uh, the fire starters, um, the little wax cubes, the ones that they have. The I think it's. Um, oh man, I can't remember what company it has. It has those, and then the tumbleweeds, and mine surpassed the tumbleweeds and the little the little wax cubes or nice. what I don't know what they're called. And are you? Are he you, has a video up, and it, he it, mine went for fifteen minutes, and the other two went for nine and ten minutes, I think. So let me ask you a question. So, uh, so you, you you threw this out there, it kind of blew up a little bit, right? And you started you started like, okay, let me figure out how to do this. And started doing it right. Started packaging them and sending them out. Um, yeah. So, at, at what point? I mean, like, obviously, I mean, are you, are you still working your full time job? Are you only doing this full time now, or is this? Are you just like a balance? Like, I mean, how many how many hours can you work in a day? You know. Well, like right right before I got on, I I made uh, so this afternoon I, I packaged nine nine boxes, and I just set up to make another nine boxes. It doesn't take long. It really okay. doesn't. The, the, the thing that takes long is letting them cool down. That's the, the only like tricky part. But if I really, really wanted to, I can, if I were to do like eight hours of it, I can probably knock out a hundred orders, like build up a hundred orders in a day. Okay. Make impact. It doesn't take yeah. long, but yeah, no, yeah. yeah, I still have my full-time job. Right. Right. Hey, you got mailbox money coming in, man. That's awesome. Yeah, dude. It's, it's cool when like I get on and I, I, I look at my, my orders or my check my email and I'll get the notification and I'm like, man, that's cool. Or like I'll post up a video and, um, and I'll, I'll like, I'll mention the fire starters and it'll come out and I'll like, look, and I'm like, all right, cool. Like I got like five orders or six orders, or I think the best one apart from the very first initial one, the, I did one in March. Some guy was like, well, why don't, why don't, why can't I just go buy the, the ones that they have at at HEB for five bucks? Why do I have to pay you $10 for it? And, um, I, I did like a reply to him and uh, it was just like points as to why. And so many people like he messaged me. He was like, Hey man, I didn't know I, I offended you. I was like, dude, you didn't offend me. He, he's like, no, I think I did. Like there was a lot of people like threatening me, like not threatening me, but like talking <laughs> bad to me Shit. on messages. Yeah, yeah. Like, Hey, like, don't like, you should support local. Don't be like, don't be that mean guy on TikTok. Nobody wants to hear you. He's like, I'm sorry. I was like, dude, I don't care. You know, I was like, you made me, I got 19 orders from you. So I thank you. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, keep it up. Can, can can you can you comment next week's video? Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, definitely. That's funny. That's funny. so. So where do you see this going then? Honestly, I want I want to be I want to get into like big box stores. I have a couple of uh, offers here to like local meat markets and stuff like that. But right now, where I, where um, I'm just kind of putting them through the through the internet, uh, which is just TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. Yeah. And, um, but I do hope to, 
I, I'm I'm working on my patent right now, so I can once I get my patent, I do want to put them into like Academy, Bucky's, um, HEB, Walmart, places like that. That would be that'd be the end goal. Do you have the means uh, the to uh, to scale it, right? If somebody, you know, you have a hundred orders today, and you're like, okay, well, I can do that today. But let's say you get, you know, a thousand orders tomorrow, right? And you're like, holy shit! You know, the next day is a thousand orders. You're like, okay, I've got to obviously scale this. So, yeah, well, I, I'm slowly looking into like getting big. Like I, the the way I burn it, uh, the way I melt all the wax is, I think it's like a like a half gallon um, stainless steel pot. And I just fill it up with wax and I, I get, a, I want to say about 12, 12 dozens when every time I fill up that pot. Um, but I want to get a bigger one where I think it's a five gallon one and you can melt wax at a way faster rate and it keeps it consistent. So where you say, all right, cool, I need it to be at 300 degrees. It's what, what like candle makers uh, use. There's a guy that I follow that makes candles and um, he has like three of those pots and so yeah, that 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 would be the the end game goal. That okay. to be able to make like a thousand every day, I would I I'd love to do that. one hundred percent. No, no, I know, I get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, listen, I want you to sell uh, thousands a day. I this, this is a great product. Uh, so I mean, obviously, you know, yeah, and it's cool looking. Like, yeah, it is. It's great product, it and it looks badass. I, one, one of the questions I had earlier is like, do we have to just do skulls and and uh, you know, I mean, are there other things you can get any mold, right? You can put it in any mold. So, yeah, uh, I, uh, I actually, they got me uh, a Texas mold. They got me uh, a weenie dog mold. A friend of mine got me a weenie dog mold. Yeah. What about just and, a uh, weenie? Huh? What? So what about just a weenie? A weenie. A uh, hot dog weenie? <laughs> yeah, that'd be weird. Yeah, that could work too. Uh, I mean, you, you can, yeah. a, 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 a customer here wanted to, to 3D print his logo and, uh, he wanted me to make them because he's like, I can print you a, a 3D logo yeah. and then make the mold out of it with silicone. And he's like, can you do that? I said, well, yeah, I don't see why not. And um, but he ended up getting a lot of like uh, orders and stuff. And so he's like, no, I'll wait for a while. And when, when once work starts slowing down, because he's like, I really have to like get into doing all that. But yeah, any any I would I, I actually would want to get it to Bucky's with the Bucky logo. Yeah, there it is. Bucky's, if you're listening. We we got some fire starters for you right here. Oh, they're listening. Yeah, yeah. and the cool part is that like what, what I what I've noticed is that they're like you can use them in the rain. The I don't I don't I don't think I sent it to you. I'll send it to you right now. A friend of mine, man, this guy's crazy, dude. He he does some weird TikToks. Very weird looking guy, but he's he's a funny guy. So <laughs> yeah. he he was uh he lit it up in the rain today and it turned on. It just hit right, light it up, boom. That's kind yeah. of like. Set it, forget it. Don't you regret it? Yeah, there it is. Love that. But all yeah, right. hold on. Let me let me get you the. Let me send it to you so you all can check him out, dude. And he's he's gone viral several times. He came out on Ellen. Oh wow! And uh, yeah, he he uh, he came out in, in Ellen uh, throughout the pandemic. Okay. Oh, uh, his video got to like his his video got to Ellen. It was crazy. That's cool. That's cool. Um, and uh, all right. So yeah, if somebody just, wants to order your. Uh... Your fire starters or your seasoning, or where do they go? Oh, I, I don't have a seasoning. Uh, the seasoning that I that I sent you all, I don't remember which one I sent you all. Did, you, did I send you a little bag, or did I send you a a, a bottle? Uh, a little bag. Okay, no, that that's my friend's seasoning. I I work with two seasoning companies. 
one that that, that border blends uh, that she's just starting out. She's um, she's re- she's just starting out right now. Um, yep, that's she her. doesn't have very many, but she's just trying to kind of like how I did at the beginning with the she wants people to try it out first, see what they think. And then uh, get like um, pointers on like, oh, what it, was it too spicy? Was it like the perfect amount of spice too sweet or whatever? And then I work with another company that that one's very established. That one's uh, JC's Blend. And he's local from Laredo and he's all about it. He He's real cool. He's an older gentleman. He's in his 70s, but he's real cool, man. He just recently started this maybe about, not recently, maybe about 10, 12 years ago. And he's it's really good seasoning. He's in he's in the HEBs, he's on Amazon and I think Walmart. Damn, he's doing good then. Hell yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. He 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 has like in every single meat market here in Laredo, surrounding areas, and on in H E B. Like it, being in H E B is pretty hard. Yeah, for sure. For sure. All right. Well, they can't find your fire starters in H E B yet. So how do they get a hold of them? So uh you can just uh look me up on on Instagram or Facebook, uh Instagram or TikTok. It's just redneck roach and um the link is in my bio. I have them. I am there. You can, and I have, I, I have other merchandise and stuff that I've been trying to, trying to sell. I got little, did I send you on the towel? Yeah, we did yeah, get a little towel. I got the little towel, little, uh, okay. croc charms. Yeah. Towel, croc charms. I got beer koozies. Um, my mom just recently started making shirts. So if you want a shirt and that goes, that gives my mom a little bit of spending money and stuff. So, uh, I have a bunch of stuff, dude. I, I I've wanted to do more, but I think at the same time, once I start doing a lot more like merchandise and stuff, it just takes a little bit longer to. All right, cool. I got to get this now. I got to get this. So, I'm 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 trying to think of what other stuff I can put on there that people would want to buy. But the koozies and the the rags are pretty cool. And now that I got the croc charms, I'm really excited for those. Badass, badass man, hustling. I know it. Yeah, dude. That I my thing is I just want to. I want to. I want to retire. I want. To, I want to get. I want to stop having to work. And I got all this week off. Um, I had a lot of overtime hours. And yesterday I went to go play cards after I finished making fire starters. And then today I woke up and I started working on some fire starters. I went to that to the brewery. Went to hang out for a little bit. And I was like, man, this feels real cool. Like not having to work. And oh yeah, like, give me doing what life. I want to do. You know, right? Yeah. No, no. Hey, I I am right there with you. Uh, uh. If if uh, I well one hundred percent, I hope you get there. Seriously, from one hustler to Thank another, hope you get there, brother. Definitely, yeah. Hey, and, and, thanks, because that honestly means a lot. It means a lot just even being on the podcast. Like it, it's it's crazy cool. Like I, I did one yet last week with uh with Burley, and I had already done it done one a year ago with him, and it was cool. This one, I feel honored to be on here. You know. Nice, brother. Hey, appreciate you saying that, man. Thank hey, you. We, we appreciate it, but uh, back at you 100%. I mean, we feel honored to have you on to the podcast, and uh, thanks for sharing your product with us. And uh, as John and Jan and, and Matt and everybody has uh, reiterated, hey, we wish you the best. Uh, we're, we're definitely here to support you, and we hope you uh, get in those HEBs and those Buckies, and uh, we hope you kill it, bud. Yeah, man. I believe me. I, I, I think it started like I was thinking about earlier. Um, I got when I read your text message, like, oh, what we were gonna kind of talk about, and I was like, all right, cool. I, I, I've, I've, I've said it before on other podcasts and stuff, um, or just in general talking to people, um, that like, uh, what my grandfather would do every, every weekend and stuff. Like, it was, 
I guess it was like something that led down to like this huge thing that could eventually possibly break out to be something like really, really good, make a huge business out of. Yeah. And it was just a small thing that he was like, oh, I, I want you to learn how to cook my, or my uncle more or less. But so if it wouldn't have been me cooking and then uh, getting into the woodwork and then getting learning all these little tricks, I wouldn't have been able to make those fire starters, you know. And yeah. so everything kind of like it was like a domino effect. It took a while to get there. But I think that uh, like seeing that like my grandfather would do it, my I, I, uh, one of my uncles on my mom's side, big time, We he would cook every chinga, every every weekend. Mm-hmm. And uh, we would he would cook every football game. He would just cook just because he was bored. And me and him, we would cook a lot together. We did a couple of cook-offs. Uh, we would compete against each other. So, I mean, all that, like later, like down the road, like, just because I started cooking, I could potentially make a, uh, like a, a business that could be very, very good, you know? And all it is is that learning how to cook from one person to another and just learning different steps. And it was a, it's a pretty cool process. Like now that I look at it, look back at it, like it, I was like, man, that's pretty crazy. Definitely a blessing for sure, 100%. Um, to learn from the people, um, your family members, your friends, to, to pass on that knowledge and to, to clue you in on something. And it's, it's kind of a little bit of a premise that we kind of started with grabbing the brisket because we wanted to just talk about barbecue. We sat around and talked, talked about it. And then we wanted to teach people how to do it. And we wanted to get people on to teach other people how to do it and just grow this community to where it's just one big, big giant family. And, uh, um, like I said earlier, hey, uh, uh, Roach, Redneck Roach, uh, Renee, hey, we definitely appreciate you being on the Grab of the Brisket podcast. And and moving forward, we hope that you're available and we'll have you back on. Uh, um, and we'll be following you later on down the road. Yeah, man, for sure. Yeah, like like um, I, I know you all talked about in one of the podcasts right. uh, about like the, the teens uh, doing the like the, the high school uh cook-offs yeah uh i have a friend that his daughter uh got last year she got they got reserve grand and like i learned from her like i learned from a 15 year old 16 year old kid and i was like man that's crazy like barbecue is so much it's like very versatile like anybody can do it and anybody can have their preferred method of how they want to do it so like i i like to i like to listen to everybody you know like all right cool there's some people that like they're not gonna they don't want to teach you anything they don't want to help you at all but for the most part a lot of people are like hey well i use this they're not going to give you your their like ex- every 100 percent secrets but for the most part though people are willing to help you out and that's cool if, and i've had a lot of people call me and my uncle that uh he would call me and ask me like hey how do you make your brisket and he was the one that taught me how to how to barbecue he taught me how to how to uh, grill, and then yeah. I I taught him how to smoke. He would call me like three or four times a month, and just be like, "Hey, I'm gonna make some baby back ribs. How do I smoke them? Hey, I'm gonna make a, a brisket. What's the way you want to do it?" So you you can learn from everybody. I learned from my uncle, and then I was training, changing, uh, giving him tips, and then I was with my friend and his daughter, and she was giving me tips. So it's it's a very versatile thing that we can that anybody can do something different. There's no right or wrong way to do something unless you burn it. Then that's pro- definitely the wrong way to do it. Right. But 
yeah for the, the most part it's pretty cool yeah the barbecue the barbecue family is amazing and uh we really appreciate you being on tonight can't wait to do this again brother yeah man for sure let me know i'm i'm free every every night and whenever y'all <laughs> even if y'all just want to go live and just hang out and stuff i'm down okay awesome we'll hit you up brother. sounds good bud have hey, a great uh, night all right man. take care bud you too y'all have a good night yes, thank sir. you for having me all right. hey, bud. there you go you got redneck roach there this dude has some energy that was great he does, yeah. he's clearly hustling uh getting his product out there and we love that uh let's take a let's take a quick break and gotta pay the bills yeah we'll come back All right, so I guess with that, we slide into the grabbing the brisket. Beer review. Let's do this. Uh, this was another birthday gift from our, our friend uh, Tamara. Okay. She sent these. This is, Tammy. Uh, oh, Tammy Tam. Samuel Adams. But this is not the Boston Lager. This is the uh, Summer Ale Citrus Wheat Ale. Ale. Okay, you, I'm, ale I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hold on. Hold on. James, I thought you said this was a Russian stout or something. No, I was just trying to scare you. I never said that. That's me. Oh, shit. Uh, It's a nice citrus. I don't know how I feel about this. Uh, But I do like the fact they actually do the little notch thing and tell you, like, when is this good beer by? It's good until October. Hmm. All right. Well, we're kind of wrapping up summer here. What is today? August 30th or something? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Here we go. Summer. Yeah. Okay, well, look, man, I Samuel Adams, I think they have like a beer for everybody, I think. I think I heard there's like a slogan. They have like 60 beers or something. 5.3%, 8 IBUs. It's a very low, bitter, whatever. Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm not sure what just happened. <laughs> I put it in my mouth and it went down, it went down and it was like, hmm, like, this is healthy? Is this healthy? I think it might be. This might actually be a healthy beer. It's, it's got citrus, beer? so it's probably full of vitamin C. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm... I'm so confused right now. It tastes like an iced tea with a lot of lemon in it. it How many it calories are you like getting? It tastes like beer. Like it's, no, it's just a drink. Very lemony. Is there? Is there any? I mean, I know there's alcohol, but what? What is the lemony? Five point three. You think you said? What's the calories? Like seven. There's seven calories in this. <laughs> well, there's at least seven. Yeah, at least <laughs> seven per sip. Yeah. James, go ahead and go give this a review. Uh, I'm going to give this just a solid. You know, I'm going to give you a solid, solid number. number. I'm going to go solid. It's not a bad beer, but I would probably never purchase it and drink it. I'm going to go 5.0. Wow. I was off. Sorry. Well. What'd you say? Just an average run of the bill here. That's got a little bit of a citrus flavor to it. I mean, I'll take Blue Moon over this. I'm glad you said that, John, because I was going 6.1 on this. It's just very, it's not bad. It's it's good. I like it. Oh, yeah. It's like, would you ever want to get this again? Maybe. I don't know. This is like a <laughs> no. summer beer. Like, if I was hanging out in this, no. you know, it's all right. It's all right. I would no. drink it again. It just no. doesn't taste like a beer. Well, it doesn't. You know? You're it's right. It tastes like, like a some lemony drink. Yeah. That's true. It tastes like something you're going to get busted with at work or something. You know what I mean? What is with you? This is really you're great working. for like 16 year olds to drink. Yeah. yeah here's yeah. your first beer. I wish Twisted go. Tea tasted like this because then I would <laughs> drink Twisted Tea. This is not a tea like beer either. This is. But it tastes like it. it tastes kind like an iced tea with lemon. Yeah, kind of. It just tastes off. Okay, um, I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm, I'm about a three point nine. Whoa, three point nine. Yeah. So it's bad. You don't it's, like it? It's not really that good for me. Okay. Well, I'm I'm closer to Matt. I'm gonna go six two. 
six so, two. That's good. I would drink it again. Yeah, you're right. I probably wouldn't buy it again, but I would drink it again. Yeah. This is when you know we know beer because the wide range of score mm-hmm. that we give, <laughs> you know it's accurate. Yeah, I don't think so, James. For sure. For All sure. of it a is five, just accurate. A 5, a 6.1, a 6.2 is exactly. pretty close. This is not a good beer. Just yeah. average it and just don't buy it. Yeah. <laughs> average it average it out. And, uh, I'm glad don't we can end it on that high note. So, okay. <laughs> this is Sorry, Samuel Adams. <laughs> you may have a beer for everybody, but this beer is not for me. No. So... There it is. Now, if John Hancock came out with some beer, yeah. let's try it. <laughs> this is a grab of the brisket. Beer, beer review. God, do you feel like the, this, the, the energy for this whole thing has just been yeah. blah, blah. I feel like whenever we give it a poor review, we should have a low energy outro. It's like beer yeah. review. Yeah, maybe. I don't know it. about that. I just know the energy right now is so low, it's uh, unreal. And... Uh, I think we need to bring it up a little bit. We talk about a few things. Uh, one is Gorbachev died, right? Is that who, is that who it was? The Russian old president? How is that going to bring it up? No, no. How is that going to bring it up? It's a lively up? discussion. Oh, okay. Is it? Okay. Gorbachev died. He is the guy. He single-handedly uh, brought down the Russian... Uh, Iron Curtain? Iron Curtain. That's correct. Nah, Reagan did that. Well, not real. I mean, yes, yes, you're right. But he he ultimately helped facilitate that. Yeah, I think he did. If bring you think it, about I that, I think he brought McDonald's to Russia. So, like, and even some would say like they blame like he he actually became a patsy for the Russians that they blamed a lot of stuff on him and he took the fall for a lot of things of why everything kind of broke up and turned into like ninety different states. Mm-hmm. Or, or or whatever else, uh, yeah. But, I mean, it it's an iconic moment. The dude just died. Um, yeah, I mean, I, you, you don't remember him from high school or from D or no? No, you don't. Or, okay, yeah, maybe I'm just. I old. was born in '86, so maybe I'm just old. Okay, well, in other news, he was he was in '89 or '88, '86, '87. He he became. You're president. right. I sh- I should remember. You should remember that like shit. One or two. Like, yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Around, the fuck dude. did they teach you in yeah, history? I know. I'm sorry. Did you go to school? <laughs> Your home school. Uh, uh, Leo DiCaprio and his girlfriend Camila Monroe. Yeah, they broke up. Well, good for them. After four years. I yeah. mean, I don't know what headline is. Um, I don't know what's headlining on like well, all the news you outlets. Gotta, listen, obviously but, they've been out of the limelight for a while. Right. On the way to get back in is a nasty little breakup. Right. Maybe they can go on trial. Maybe that's a new celebrity thing. These 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 people start having these celebrity fights through like Judge Judy trial shit that we just fucking glue into and get to air out all the dirty laundry. Hey, by the way, TLC or or what's what's it, the little network? Uh, this is my pitch. It's my idea. I <laughs> I, I I'm gonna pitch trademark. I'm pitching this to the networks tomorrow before this motherfucker airs. Yeah. What is all I'm saying? What in the name of yeah. high school football are we talking about on right. this episode? Uh, who knows? <laughs> I know. all, all, I can, all I can advocate <laughs> yeah. for is for more, more. celebrity deathmatch. That's right. Okay. More celebrity deathmatch. More, more celebrity, celebrity death trials. <laughs> I want to see that. Uh, um, I, I got one, one, one thing to think about. And I think there's two different types of people in this world. Uh, it's... It's the person, okay, uh, there's two types. One type is uh, a person that will throw something into the garbage and there's no way in hell 
you're going to reach in there and pull it back out and like maybe eat it or something, right? Like, oh, fuck, I screwed that up, right? That's mine. I want that back, right? And and then you have the people that will do it. So uh, I, I, watched, I watched Amy tonight throw away like, like so many cookies, right? So many cookies that they actually made a big, huge pile that came out of the top of the trash can, right? They're sitting, like literally they're sitting, their very last cookie fell and it hit the top, right? It just, it's on top. Like, it's not in the trash, but for her, since it physically, in her mind, she had thrown it away, and she really wanted one of the cookies, uh, sh- she couldn't reach and just grab it. Even though it was like, if that's the lid for the trash, it was here, she couldn't do it. She couldn't eat the cookie, right? And, and I started thinking about it. I was like, I wonder if that's something, because some people just don't give a shit. Like, I, my mom made a pot roast for my dad because he stayed out, I'm sorry, stayed out, and, not because, he stayed out all night. She ended up throwing the whole thing away. She woke up and went in because she knew somebody was home, of course, right? He's, he'd already pulled it out of the trash, and he, ate, he made himself a sandwich, right? Or something like that. And, and then I think she was like, hey, I already made you a plate or something, whatever. Well, I mean, the <laughs> case already, is, he, he was... trash can pot roast. Yes, he was the guy that would do that. I'm saying, uh, is, is, that, is, that, is that weird to think about? Like, if you threw it away, would you get a dot mat? Like meat? Yeah, anything. What does it matter what it is? Well, it's been sitting in the trash no, can No, for no, a while. no, no, no. You, you, it's, it's one of those you, moments. You dunk it in there, and you're like, yeah, you, I want you, it. You toss it. At, you, you see where it landed. It landed on, on, on last night's pizza box that you just threw away five seconds ago, right? Yeah. And you're it's, like. It's not automatically disgusting. It's not, yeah, but it's not, would you eat it? Uh, probably if I was hungry enough, or, if or enough. yeah, okay. We're not starving. We're not <laughs> eating our trash cans right now. I'm just saying, like, you're like, oh shit! I actually didn't mean it. I'm I'm gonna take that back, right? Could you do it, James? No, no, John. Done. Uh, probably yeah. Yeah. How many not? days are we talking here? No, right. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's first of all, right. is this I've, the only food in the house? No, it's just it's just yeah, choice. No. So what kind of food is it? Does it matter? Of course it matters. It's, it's, it's cream corn. I'm not scooping it's a donut. it out. No, no, it's a donut. <laughs> yeah, of course I am. Of course you are, right? Spoon, the donut falls. And I put it in? The per- it, you just dropped it. And Does it land down. in like coffee grounds or anything? No, nope, it just lands. What does it land on? It just lands. On an old pizza Let's box. say it just lands like on a cup, like a plastic cup or something. Yeah, why not? I like it. Yeah. I like, listen, I, I would totally eat it. Yeah. I would eat those cookies today too. So, food for thought. Peace be with you. Yeah, <laughs> you already knew James's answer before yeah. you asked him. Yeah, I know. I knew. He, I already knew where he said. Well, if you're eating food out of the trash can, you probably can't afford to buy any of our swag or shirts or anything on the grabhemandthebrisket.com website. Right. Or, or maybe maybe you can. Maybe you can because you save money. Yeah. Or maybe you're well, just throwing away so much food that you just have so much money. <laughs> Check out the swag shop. There it is. Uh, do we need to take a break to? Pay the bills. Mm. We already did. We that. did one. We don't need. We no did. One. Yeah, we don't need any. I didn't even realize we're gonna, that. We're yeah, going to we take like the break to end the podcast. Okay. Well, that's called the uh, the final break. Oh, well, it's the final breakdown. Exactly, John. <laughs> All right, thanks, John. That also has the word "final" in it. <laughs> make a uh, just make a little a sticker of that. I want to hear that every time. Okay, so it comes up. That's yeah. perfect. All right. Okay. Hey guys, appreciate you uh, tuning into us. Uh, it's been a uh, a cool podcast. Uh, stay tuned. We got a lot more for y'all. So, hey, it's been great talking barbecue with you guys. Peace. Thanks, everybody. We've been great. <laughs> <laughs>
smoke on? Dang it, Bobby. Just grab the brisket. We'd like to give a special thanks to Sucklebusters Barbecue Rubs and Sauces, Bonner's Fiesta Spices, Coolie Nation Custom Koozies, Cambro Manufacturing, Yeti Coolers, the Smoke Sheep Barbecue Newsletter, and Dow Strong Knives. We definitely appreciate your support.